Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm SelectBet and I'm joined by Greg from ahead to this week's Action in Scotland. How's it going, Greg? Yeah, doing good, thank you. Just taking in tonight's um, Premiership results. It's what now? Two minutes to ten. And we've still got a game playing at Dundee v Rangers. But yeah, some night, some surprising results, some not surprising results, and some sides who are really, really toiling at the moment. Yeah, you've done well there not to mention St Johnson in the first 60 seconds. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's bittersweet. Obviously, we'd be back Kilmarnock to win that match tonight for obvious reasons. Yeah. And they'll be a massive coupon buster. We've somehow managed to score not just one, but two goals inside the opening six minutes of the match. Absolute scenes. Um, absolute scenes indeed. Brings us right back into the mix. Livingston are the side we will be looking to catch. Another defeat for them at Hearts. A wonderful win for Hearts. I think Hearts have absolutely dominated that game tonight. 80% possession. If they hadn't won that match tonight, I think um, Stephen Naismith would have been deafened by the, the booze ringing around Tynecastle. But they've got the three points and they can go into this weekend's League Cup semi-final action with at least a win under their belts. Indeed, yeah. So just to recap, we're recording this a wee bit earlier this week, Greg, which gives us a, a chance to maybe catch some early value. Um, but as you say, plenty of games on tonight, which might shape some of our thinking ahead of the weekend, where we've got the League Cup semi-finals and we've got, I think it's three Premiership games and pretty much a full card underneath that. So plenty for us to, to look forward to ahead in the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And Probably just worth mentioning as well, I said on Twitter this week, it was a massive night tonight for both Barry Robson and for Stephen Naismith. They've both got wins, a the win for Hearts, and Aberdeen, 4-2 winners away to Motherwell, 4-0 yeah. up. 4-0 up, yeah. Considering a yeah. couple of late goals, which will be disappointing in the end, but to get three points, four goals away from home, gets them a win, they also go into the weekend's semi-finals in, in good shape, Aberdeen. Yeah, both of them outsiders to win their semi-finals. Let's have a wee quick look at the, the League Cup semi-finals. Rangers, short price favourites at 4-7 to lift the trophy. Hibs at 9-2, Aberdeen 5-1. Hearts, understandably, outsiders, given that they play Rangers on Sunday. First games, Hibernian v Aberdeen, Greg. And I had in my notes that Aberdeen looked as if they were going to go into this game bereft of any confidence, but what a shot in the arm that one would have been at Fur Park tonight. Absolutely massive, huge, given how poor they've been recently. And as I said before, Barry Robson was definitely under pressure tonight. But he's answered those uh, critics tonight with a with a great win. This is a really difficult game to call. It really is. I wouldn't like to be calling this match. I think goals could be a, a potential. Mm-hmm. Goals on both sides. Uh, as we know, though, Hibernian doing Hibernian things last night with a 2-2 draw at Ross <laughs> County. 2-0 up. 4-7 favourites to win the match. Deary me. They just can't defend... They can't defend Hibs and Aberdeen will be looking to exploit that. So I think goals for me is probably the best shout. Yeah, I don't know what the price of it on Aberdeen is after tonight's result, but it was 21 to 10 earlier when I checked, which I thought was quite a big price. Also, just wanted to give a quick shout out. John Beaton is the referee. He's ref- he's handed out 5.8 cards per game in the top flight this season. So that might be Good another effort. angle Good worth effort. looking at as well. Yeah, he's done pretty well. Uh, just on Hibs, just one defeat under Montgomery so far, but just too many draws, two wins, far five too draws, many draws. one defeat. Yeah, yeah, far too many draws there. A decent enough start, but you need to start turning those draws into into wins, especially yeah. with Aberdeen winning and Hearts winning. 
Yep, and Sunday's game is a repeat of Saturday's game there where Hearts just couldn't hold on at Ibrox. They were 1-0 up, conceded a late penalty and then an even later uh, goal to Danilo um, for Rangers to, to nick the points at Ibrox. But as you say, an important win for Hearts tonight to go into uh, that game on Sunday with a win under their belt. Massive, 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 massive. Had they lost or not won tonight and they lose on, on Sunday, um, I think the Knights will be out for Stephen Naismith next week. That's not the case, and they've got a chance to get to a cup final, so looking forward to both these games this weekend. Yeah, and as we're recording, Rangers have just gone 2-0 up at Dundee as well, so it looks as if the three points are going to be secured there. Uh, and a big opportunity for new boss Philippe Clement to take Rangers to, to his first final. Yeah, I think so. One of two favourites to win this match. Fully expecting Rangers to get to the final, and... Yeah, they'll, they'll be favourites to win this competition. I, I don't see Hibs or Aberdeen, if, if, if Rangers get to the final, that is, I don't see them causing them too many problems. I, I think Rangers are not uh, kind of nailed on for me. Just in the fact that neither Hearts, Hibs or Aberdeen are in great shape. They've, all yeah. three sides have had really, really poor seasons, even worse than Rangers. And, and that's saying something. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, Rangers aren't going in in that bad a shape. I don't think they've been overly impressive so far under Clement, but, um, you know, as I say, big opportunity for them to get this side to a final at the weekend. Um, no real bets for us in those ones, Greg. We're going to have a look at the, the Premiership games where we've certainly got some thoughts. Three games remaining in the Premiership, starting off with uh, Celtic's trip to Ross County for a lunchtime game. It's a 12.30 kick-off on Saturday. Celtic... Kind of escaping a wee bit from Celtic Park with a 2 1 win tonight, having gone a goal down to St Mirren, so important for them to maintain their lead at the top of the table. Uh, Ross County could be quite interesting, Greg. They've scored five in the last two games, and we spoke previously uh, this season about the firepower they've potentially got there with Lisa Brophy, Jordan White, Simon Murray, um, and those guys have contributed goals in the last couple of games. I'm going to take full responsibility. So I think all Ross <laughs> County fans should thank me personally as to why they've scored five goals in their last two games. I was obviously pretty critical of Ross County last week um, and their three strikers, Brophy, Murray and, and White. <laughs> all three have scored. Are you saying they've been listening, listening well, to the Gambler podcast be, before it's the filtered through. It's filtered <laughs> through to Dingwall and um, they've been listening Unfortunately for them, on Saturday, they let slip a 3-1 lead at Motherwell. Massively disappointing. 3-1 up with, what, minutes to go, draw 3-all. But they'll definitely be pleased to have come back Easter Road to to claim a point in a a 2-2 draw last night. But for me, this match, as I've been saying all week, and all season, sorry, for Ross County, they hit some great numbers for corners. They were part of our double that won at the weekend with Dundee to hit four. Mm-hmm. at um, Motherwell and that landed after I think 45 minutes they've hit four or more corners now in nine of their ten matches they don't have a ridiculous amount at Celtic Park as well yeah they hit eight, eight in the first day of the season they eight, yeah. six, four, two, six, five, five, four, four, and 5 so they're hitting well over five corners a game on average this season which is fantastic Celtic away from home have shipped three or more corners in five of their six games as well it's the early kickoff. I'm expecting this to be a really good game. Expecting goals, and I'm expecting County to to give give it a go. There's a kind of free hit for County here, but they're, they're back scoring goals, five goals in two matches, and they're more than capable of hitting three corners at ten to eleven with Skybet. 
yeah, I think that looks a cracking price, especially based on how well they performed at Celtic Park as well. They caused Celtic quite a few problems that day in the opening day of the season, scored a couple of goals as well. And as we say, I don't know how many Celtic got that day, but uh, I'm pretty sure Ross County won the corner count. They did. They, they, they won the corner count quite convincingly. Yeah. It's not often Celtic lose the corner count at home. Yeah. But tables will be up, a couple of decent points, scoring goals again, and to get three corners, 10 to 11, we'll have some of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, we've got the three o'clock kickoff on Saturday, of which there is only one. It's Kilmarnock against Motherwell. Uh, Kilmarnock losing tonight against St. Johnson. Greg, don't know how much that's going to influence your thinking, but um, can certainly put a bit more of a positive spin on Kelly's home forum, uh, based on the fact that they've picked up two wins in their last two games at Rugby Park. No, not too much. I had this game picked out uh, before tonight's matches. Obviously for Kilmarnock, disappointing to go to Perth, given St Johnston's form, but a kind of freak opening seven minutes of that match <laughs> has seen them go two goals behind. And it's always hard to come back from that. They did grab a goal right after half-time. And I think they hit 12 corners in this match as well, pushing for the equaliser. But the side they're playing, though, on the weekend, Motherwell, they're in a really disappointing run at the moment. Really, yeah. really poor. Yeah. Alongside Livingston, St Johnson will be looking to catch these two these two teams. There's a long way to go yet, but a 4-2 defeat tonight for Motherwell, pretty damning. Motherwell's form is pretty good. Aberdeen's form has been woeful, so that's a real sore one tonight for Stuart Kettlewell. And Robbie Park, as you say, won their last two games at home to Livingston and Aberdeen 3-1 and 2-0. You have to fancy Kilmarnock here for me at 6-4. I know Kilmarnock lost tonight, but there was kind of fixed circumstances behind that in the, in the first five minutes. Plus, Kilmarnock are back at home, fully expecting Kilmarnock to put tonight to bed and get the three points on, on Saturday. Yeah, it's now, I think, no wins in six for Motherwell, and that's a big contrast in the early season forum for Kettlewell, isn't it? It really is. They started off the season really well, as you say, but it's, it's one of these leagues. There's not a, a side in the league outside probably... St Mirren Rangers and Celtic <laughs> and will include St Mirren in that yeah. who'll, who'll go on uh, a 7-8 game winless run St Johnston have done it I think Ross County have been there Dundee will be there at some point Livy and Motherwell are there now as well so it's one of those leagues that, that can happen and I think we'll come back at home back on home soil or sorry home Ashwood Earth they'll be um, yes. looking to get the uh, the win and I think 6-4 for me is a very fair price in Kilmarnock yeah, I think that's a very decent shout, especially given Kelly have now picked up 11 points from 18 at Rugby Park, and that was their real strength last season. Really abysmal away for them, but did pretty well at Rugby Park. Yeah, absolutely. And Motherwell away from home, not not great at all. So yeah. th- this was nice to set up for Kamara to get back to winning ways. Yeah. Now, there's no St Johnson game this weekend, Greg, so you've got not much chance to speak about them, but we'll have a look at Dundee v Levy, and there's been some speculation about Levy boss uh, David Martindale going to St Johnston. Um, I've seen him kind of distancing himself a wee bit before kick-off tonight. Uh, Livingston now find themselves second bottom and just three points ahead of St Johnston after tonight's results. Well, my aunt post enemy is looking fantastic in the, mm. the Premiership, both St Johnston and Livingston occupying the, the bottom two spots. Even a few weeks ago, I said Livingston were still the side to catch or a side we could potentially catch and finish above. As I say, there's a long way to go yet and it can't get too excited about just one win. But for Livingston, it's another defeat for them now. And I think it's just one win in nine now 
for Livingston. Completely outplayed tonight against Hearts. I don't think they had a shot and goal either, Livingston. And I don't think fans were too happy with the last couple of games in terms of no shots on goal at all during last week's mm. 2-0 defeat to Dundee and they're playing Dundee again um, this Sunday. So Dundee, I think, is still 2-0. Rangers, yeah. I think, at the moment. Dundee have actually competed well in that match until the second goal went in. I think 5-4 to four in Dundee, who, as we say, haven't lost many games this season. They're 5-4. to four. The run Livingston are on, and this bet's a bit similar to the Kilmarnock Motherwell one. You're you're always backing, you're almost backing against Livingston as well yeah. here, mm-hmm. not just Dundee. And Livingston haven't kept a clean sheet away from home this season, so I expect Dundee to score. Livingston not scoring goals. That two 0 win they had a few weeks ago against Motherwell was the only one in nine, and again that was against ten men. So Dundee at five to four here. Uh, again, another bet worth taking on, I think. Yeah, there's just really not a lot between the teams kind of below St Mirren and above St Johnson at the moment. Well, I'm going to even include St Johnson in that now after tonight's result. Uh, there's just not much between them. Only four points separate fourth place and eleventh place at the yeah, moment. Yeah, it's terrible. Tells its own it, story. It really is. And looking at that that bottom four teams now, you could probably say at the start of the season maybe they were sides you'd expect to be in the bottom mm. four. Especially mm. Ross County, Motherwell on a really poor run. So it only takes a couple of wins in this league. To, to go to go right up it. So yeah. um, hopefully that's the case as the season goes on. Yeah, and as you say, a big opportunity for Dundee to get three points on the board against the uh, Livingston who are struggling in these only three defeats, assuming they do go down to Rangers tonight, have been to Celtic, St Mirren and Rangers, the top three teams in the league. Yeah, that's right. And five draws for Dundee. They'll be looking to change that. And I think this will definitely be a game they'll have earmarked out as you know what, at home to Livingston got to be looking for three points here. Uh, yeah. I think Dundee fans will be very disappointed if they don't finish this game with three points. Yeah, indeed. OK, let's have a quick look at the Championship. We've got a Friday night game. It's Morton v Dunfermline. Uh, big three points last week for Morton. Uh, they won at Air United in quite a surprise result. They've actually got a chance to go level with Dunfermline on points as well. So things might be looking up a wee bit for Dougie Emery's side. Uh, Dunfermline themselves, they went down in the Fife Derby last week and it's now three defeats in a row for them without a goal scored. Yeah, it's funny how things can change so quickly in, in, in this league. Morton away to Ayr last weekend. Thankfully for them, Ayr really struggle at home at the moment, and that was another defeat for Ayr. But a great three points for Morton last week, and they're firmly now down to eighth, having been kind of top four for quite a long part of the season so far. So it's not a match for me to get involved in. I think it's two very, very evenly matched sides, and I'll be body swerving this game on Friday night. Yeah, but when you do, like you look off is Partick Thistle's trip to our broth. Our broth have kind of lost their way a wee bit. They were on quite a nice wee win and run for a wee while. Then they come up against Big Duncan Ferguson's debut for uh, Inverness. Uh, and then they were hammered 6-0 by Dundee United. Uh, kind of looking at a lot of these lower league games, Greg, teams haven't actually played a huge amount of football in the last month. Partly there was an international break, there was I think we had two rounds of cup football and there's been yeah. um, the weather's affected some games as well so difficult to gauge some some form with some of these teams. No, it's a really good point. We've had this issue across September, October and again we're going to have this issue in November when we have the next international break. Really, really disruptive. Every single month through three months You've got an international break and we've had games called off due to the weather so it's difficult it makes things a much more 
difficult in terms of having a run of results and a run of games for sides. And that makes life even more difficult from a, a betting perspective. So a lot of sides in this league have gone on good runs, gone on bad runs. And I think the Friday night game is, is t- two sides who are have been on off the back of bad runs. And I guess part of this all way to our growth, I guess consistency is the key. And I don't think either side can get that consistency at the moment. Partick Thistle shipping goals for fun, but they are scoring goals. They've only lost one of their five away matches, a 2-2 draw last night against the Air. Um, I think for me, I, I, I fancy Partick Thistle to go to our growth and not lose. Mm. And it's 2-5, to five, which makes uh, a really good part of a double that involves Stranraer and Elgin in League 2. Yeah, we'll get to that in a wee sec. I thought goals might be a decent angle here, Greg. Um 39 goals in Partick Thistle's 11 games so far, which at 3.54 goals per game I thought was uh, the highest in the division, but actually our gross is even higher, they're averaging 3.55. Uh, goals is uh, 7 to 10 for over two and a half. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit short to back yeah. it as a single, but again, it's one of those bets where when you look through the matches this, this weekend, that would be a prime candidate for goals and goals to make a, a goal zacker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to speak about Dundee United, who are absolutely powering through the Championship, aren't they? Unbeaten after 11 games and very impressive in the last few weeks. Three wins in a row with 13 goals scored and zero conceded. Yeah, Jim Goodwin can be very pleased with how mm. the opening 11 matches have been. Pressure in every game for United, they're expected to cruise to, to every match. And so far this season, barring a couple of draws, they've done, they've done really, really well. Four point lead over Wraith at the moment. Uh, an incredible goal difference though. Yeah. 26 plus. Uh, <laughs> Wraith Rovers in second have a goal difference of six. So there's an extra point. Mm. Um, there's, there's no doubt United will win this league. And they're two to five at home to my new best friends in Vanessa, <laughs> who landed us a really nice 17 to 10 winner on, yeah, on Saturday at home to Airdrie. I think that game went off just above evens. So again, getting the bets on early um, it's proven to work yet again yeah, in, makes, in this league. But two to five for United, probably a fair price. There's 19 points between these sides, but Inverness are much improved. And, and thank God for, for Duncan Ferguson, to be fair for Inverness. Seven points he's collected in his three games. And they're still second bottom. They're still second bottom. <laughs> so I, I think this game is probably another good container for goals on the chance that Inverness could very well contribute to the goal count. But themselves could easily hit two or three goals in this match. Uh, Louis Moe, he was 9-2 to score first last week in the game against Ardroth, which is yeah. huge. Yeah. If he's playing, he'll will, he will score most weeks. I'm just trying to get a price for him now, actually. Yeah, I was just um, thinking it's big dunks return to Tanadice. It's 92 it? again, Louis Moe. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Tony Watt leads the betting at 7-2, but Louis Moe is by far United's best striker. Mm. And at 9-2, he's 13-10 to, to score any time. Uh, I don't think that's the worst of bets. On, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of first goal scorer bets, mm. but Louis Moe at 92 um, does look pretty good. Yeah, it's one of those ones that you'll be kicking yourself if you missed it again, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, Dundee United at very short price at 2-5, and we spoke before about how popular the double is probably going to be most weeks uh, with both Dundee United and Wraith Rovers at home. Wraith Rovers at 17-20 at home to Airdrie, who haven't been great away from home. The double on United and Wraith Rovers pays about 8-5 to five at the moment. 
yeah, it's hard to find a case backing against that. I, I, I think that's a great double. Wraith Rovers at home. Wraith having a fantastic season and a, a great win last night for them. Yeah. Away to Morton. Never an yeah. easy place to go. Morton winning last weekend against AR to go there and win 2-1. It does show that this is going to be a two-horse race this league and Wraith very much on the tails of United still after 11 games. 17-20, to 20, I think it's a pretty fair price. I think it's a very say. good price, yeah. Yeah, I do. I'll, I'll be much shorter than that come Saturday. They'll probably go off 4-6, 4-7, imagine Wraith Rovers. Airdrie's away form, very questionable. They lost again at Inverness uh, away from home at the weekend there. So, yeah, I think we have pushed to find a better double probably in, in the Championship. Yeah. The only team to beat Wraith Rovers in the league this season? Airdrie. Airdrie. 2-1. 1-0. 1-0, is it? Yeah, yeah. But uh, as four defeats in five uh, away from home for Airdrie, have picked up most of their points at home. So I do think that 17-20 on its own isn't yeah, the worst. But uh, doubling, doubling that up with United 8-5 kind of stood out a wee bit. Uh, the only other game in the Championship on Saturday is at Air United. They host Queen's Park. And Air just kind of typify... Oh. Championship at the moment, don't they? It's like one step forward and two steps back. Great away from home, rubbish at home. It's quite simple as that for Air. I was speaking to Stuart today actually on this match. He he fancies Air to get a win here and fine because mm-hmm. they're going to have to get a win at some point at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that um, approach is enough for me to back it probably after losing to Morton. Um, Queen's Park again. If not, if not one in the league since the 19th of August. It's grim, isn't it? Seven yeah. games like a win. Yeah. It's really, really poor. They were shipping goals for fun at one point. I think they've maybe... Um, Drawn the last three, bit. yeah. Yeah. So, if you had to put a gun to my head, I would absolutely go for the home win at 21-20. to 20. It's difficult sometimes because when teams let you down... You don't want to go back in again. I know. them to let you down again, but sometimes you need to put that to one side and look at the game on its own. And you'd have to say, Air have been improved. A good draw for them last night at Thistle. So yeah. a two-two draw last night again. Another good away day for Air. They just need to translate those away day performances to, to home games. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe it's the fact that the Air crowd got really on their backs at home. Who knows? But 21 to 20, not the worst of bets for here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's have a look at League One. Falkirk and Hamilton continue to be way out in front. Um, and a bit like the United Race Rovers, double the Falkirk Hamilton double will no doubt be popular as well. Uh, Hamilton, a wee bit tricky tie this week away to Cove Rangers, who have found a wee bit of form. I think they are now unbeaten in five. Cove, despite the fact that I noticed that they've been struggling to fill the bench. Um, but Aki still remain unbeaten in their 11-10, Greg, to win up in Cove. I tell you what, Hamilton went to Montrose last week, and Montrose were one of the league's kind of form sides outside the top two, and they absolutely steamrolled them 3-0. Mm. I think that game finished last week. 11-10 isn't a, a, a bad bet at all in this match. As you say, Cove, quite a few draws in that um, unbeaten run for Cove yeah. but they're certainly much improved Cove and a, a massive win against Queen of the South last time out a massive massive three points eases the pressure on Paul Hartley and what it did do 
put a huge amount of pressure now on on Marvin Bartley struggling Queen of the South yeah. at home yeah. to league leaders Falkirk. Yeah, Falkirk a much shorter price at nine to twenty. Yeah, it's, uh. it's, it, <laughs> 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 Do you know what though? It's kind of easy to see why Queen of the South have been really really poor. Um, they're mm. seventeen to four to win, and having looked as if they'd kind of caught back on and even keel with the wind they then lose to Cove uh, just to kind of as you say power pressure back on Marvin Bartley um, you're not convinced by a, a price of 90-20 for the, the league leaders well you know my views on sides away from home but I think in League 1 we can probably make an exception for Falkirk and Hamilton but yeah it's a bit too short for me away from home albeit Queen of the South have been absolutely awful and Marvin Bartley better watch out because he's not got much longer left oh. if they continue this run of results. It's been absolutely woeful for a side that's full-time in this league playing against part-time sides like Kilty Hearts, like Montrose, like Stirling Albion, like Cove, all above them in the league. Mm. So yeah, Not good enough. Not good enough at all, but I just think Falkirk are a bit short, although I definitely wouldn't back, wouldn't, um, back against back in Falkirk. Yeah, the double pace two to one on the, the top two. Uh, one price I did want to speak to you about was Edinburgh City at 23 to 10, Greg, under Michael McIndoe. Uh, I'm not saying they've turned fortunes around, but it's uh, a draw and a win and definite signs of improvement. You tipped them last week. Well, no, it wasn't me. It was Dev, to be oh, fair. It was Dev, of course. Yes, I was he Apologies, was Dev. on the ball last week. I think you've got five winners at seven last weekend, so well done to Dev. And again, another one of these was matches Montrose five to six absolutely would not be touching Montrose at five to six away from home. Mm. Montrose have been good, but as you say, Edinburgh City have improved as well and that was a good win for them last week. Albeit against an Aaron side who literally just can't defend on the road. And I think they're shipping three goals a game away from home, Annan. Mm. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be touching I'd be, I'd rather buy goals in, in this match rather than um the Montrose win. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fair shout. Uh, anything else in League One catch the eye? Probably goals at Annan v Kilty Hearts, I think, is probably not the worst of shouts. Annan really can't defend. And Kilty are actually having a fantastic season sitting third after 11 games, given the fact they were probably sitting seventh or eighth two or three weeks ago. So they're best of the rest at the moment and very much primed to capture one of those last remaining two playoff spots. Yeah, and I'll just say a wee word about Sterling at 11 to 10. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, as I said plenty of times, most of their best work has been done at home. So It yeah. is. Uh, Alo are a really funny side. Uh, a side that having a, a really kind of pure season from, from their standards. Sitting in the eighth, just, what, three points ahead of Annan. So, yeah, I can, I can imagine the Sterling album will have its backers, but not for me. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, League 2 is still very tight at the top there, just four points separate five teams with Peter Head leading the way. They've actually got a game in hand as well as being top of the table. Uh, all the way down to Bonnie Rig in fifth place. And as I said, this is probably the, the weather and the cup games have affected League 2 as much as anyone else. Um, just not very many games played recently at all in League 2. No, it's, it's been decimated, hasn't it? And it makes yeah. it really difficult in terms of looking at the table. Um, Peterhead 4-5 East Fife we backed them I think last time out and they've obviously not played I don't think due to, due to the weather as well So, mm-hmm. but there's one bit I do like the look of and it involves the, the mammoth um, trek <laughs> from Elgin <laughs> down to Stranraer any ideas how far that is in miles to um, Stranraer from Elgin 200 odd 278 miles jeez 
It's a, it's a ten-hour round trip. I, I yes. don't know what time. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure Elgin have got quite a few central players who were travelling from Glasgow and kind of Perth Dundee, but still. Um, for the bus yeah. leaving Elgin, it's a five-hour trip. No quick way to do that trip, is there? And there's no money to come down the Friday night. I might be wrong, but maybe they do come down the Friday night. But mm. ultimately, Elgin um, will be licking their wounds after a humiliating 6-0 hammering by um, Perth side Gene Full Swifts in the Scottish Cup. Yeah. I know a lot of the guys at Gene Full Swifts who certainly enjoyed their Saturday night I'm in sure the Ballard Bar <laughs> in Perth. But for Elgin, Utterly embarrassing result for them. Six nil. There's getting beat in yeah. a Scottish Cup from a side a few divisions below you in the pyramid structure. But to lose six nil though, yeah. they're bottom of the league. Their away form is just horrible. They've lost seventeen of their last eighteen away games. Jeez. This season they've already lost five one at Bonnie Rig, six nil at Peterhead. They lost six nil at Genefield on Saturday. They lost five nil at Queens Park in the Cup. So it's not a one-off result, this. No. Elgin have been woeful this season. We expected them to struggle. And a long trip into Stranraer. Massive win for Stranraer last week against Civil Service Strollers. They really needed to get a win under their belts, albeit in the Scottish Cup. Yeah, and more than that, five in a row or something like that. Yeah, no. really poor. They're back at home. They, they are much better at home, albeit they've lost their last two. But they're playing on the Elgin side who must be absolutely void of any confidence at all. So I think backing Stranraer to win a 13 to 20 and doubling that up with Patrick Thistle, um, double chance away to Abroath is a, is a good approach, and that yeah. is just above six to four. Okay, yeah, I think you've massively talked about that Stranraer one, despite despite the fact that they'd lost five in a row. But as you say, a wee bit of a confidence booster for them in the the Scottish Cup last week. Uh, I thought some of the prices were quite interesting. Spartans just one defeat since being promoted, albeit one four drawn five and lost one eleven to ten away to Clyde, to just squeeze past Musselburgh uh, in the cup on Monday night. Um, I'll take your advice on not backing away teams in this this division as well, though. Uh, Dumbarton, 45 at Bonnie Rig, didn't think that was a, a bad price either. They've got the best home record in the division, Dumbarton, um, having picked up 10 points from a possible 15. And as you touched on, Peter Head as well, similar price, 45 currently to win at home against East Fife. Uh, although East Fife are in decent decent shape, one, two and drawn two of their last four. Yeah, they have improved. Um, so, yeah, again, I don't know, seems like they say it every week, very hard to kind of make real calls in this league too. Well, it's even harder the fact they haven't played for weeks in the mm. league. <laughs> it doesn't help, you've not got much to go on. Yeah. But I think we'll find enough this weekend across the card to get stuck into. Yeah. Yep, okay. So on that note, let's have a wee recap of the bets that you've picked out so far. Yeah, so from the Premiership um, and the early kickoff on Saturday, I'm taking Ross County over 2.5 corners at 10 to 11. I'm also taking Kilmarnock to beat Motherwell at 6 to 4. And on Sunday, I'm taking Dundee to beat Livingston at 5 to 4. And I've also got a double, which is Patrick Thistle double chance away to Arbroath and Stranraer to beat Elgin. And that pays 6 to 4. And don't forget, if you want to join Greg's channel, you can find all the details on Twitter at Browning84Greg. So make sure you head on over there and give him a follow if you're not already doing so. And that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back next week. And best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys. All the best. <laughs>